0: You're listening to Our Prophet, a collaboration between Sahlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at slash support We continue our discussion of our position towards Aisha, the wife of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi Previously we examined Surah al tahrim and how the Qur'an evaluates her and how the Qur'an describes her heart along with Hafsa deviating from the truth, from the right path and we basically examined what it means for the wives of the Prophet to be the mothers of the believers and is that a position Allah has given them to mean that they are good, righteous women, to be followed and they are sources of authority or no, this simply means that no one can marry them or this is just an honorary title to honor the Prophet we examine that. As we continue our evaluation of Aisha, I'd like to share with you A hadith that has been mentioned in Sunni sources, but there's a lot of discussion on the meaning of this hadith and for us this is this hadith is evidence that Aisha is not to be followed. Muslim, Sahih Muslim narrates this hadith and also Bukhari narrate this hadith, so these two top sources have narrated this hadith. So this is the wording of Muslim. The Prophet just left the, bayt, the house of Aisha. Then, as the Prophet left the house of Aisha, he said, The base of all disbelief is from here. This is where the horn of shaitan shall emerge from. This is where in Muslim. Let's look at Bukhari's version. This hadith is from Abdullah ibn Umar ibn al-Khattab, so the um, you know, son or grandson of Umar ibn al-Khattab, the son of uh, Umar ibn al-Khattab, he says, قَامَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَآلِهِ وَآلِهِ of course from me, Bukhari doesn't say وَآلِهِ says sallam khatiban the Prophet stood as a speaker, he was speaking in the masjid, فَأَشَارَ نَحْوَ مَسْكَنْ عائشة. He pointed towards the house of Aisha and he said three times هَا هُنَ الْفِتْنَةِ Here's the fitna, here's the fitna, here's the fitna. مِنْ حَيْثُ يَطْلَعُ قَرْنُ الشيطان. That's where the horn of shaitan shall come from. Okay, so we have these hadiths that clearly tell us the Prophet pointed towards the house of Aisha and he says fitna is going to come from here, shaitan is going to come from here. Now you are wondering, okay if Ahl Sunnah are aware of these hadiths in Bukhari and Muslim, then (laughs) why do they still follow Aisha? This is how they interpret it and this is why we reject this interpretation, I'll share that, they say we have hadiths, in other sources, that the Prophet once pointed towards the east, towards Najd, you know the middle part of Hijaz, you know the cradle of Wahhabism, the Prophet pointed there and he said fitna is going to come from there, before he did that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi said, "Oh Allah give barakah to our Sham and to our Yemen, Allahumma barak fi Shamina wa Yemenina, Yemen's good, Barakah, Sham is good, baraka. but that place Najd fitna, fitna, shaitan, shaitan. This Ahl-Sunnah do have these hadiths, okay. Their claim is that these two hadiths in Bukhari and Muslim in which the Prophet pointed at the house of Aisha, he wasn't really pointing at Aisha's house, he was pointing east, and he was pointing towards Najd and he's just saying that uh, it's a fitna place, where Shaitan's going to mobilize people, so it has nothing to do with Aisha herself, that's their rebuttal or justification, what do you say about that? I've shared with you the actual text of Bukhari and Muslim. Do we have the context or do we as Shia agree on the context of the speech? Honestly it's not that clear, even the hadith oh Allah give barakah to our Sham or Yemen, we don't even know if the Prophet really said that, is this something the Umayyads later made up to give barakah to Damascus and Sham, God knows. True Najd is a troublesome place, yani we saw in this Arab, the Wahhabi started from there, so maybe the Prophet said something about Najd, but here's my critical analysis, see If the Prophet had pointed towards Aisha's house and he would have said, the fitna will come from there, there. See what's the difference between this or here and there and that? What's the difference between this and that? This is for the near, that is for what? The far. We have that the same thing as in Arabic, right? هنا وهناك, هذا وذاك, okay. What's the difference between here and there? What's the difference between here and there in English? Here means near, here, there means far. See if the Prophet according to uh, Bukhari and Muslim, if the Prophet had said from there the fitna will come, maybe they had a point, okay he's not referring to Aisha's house, he's referring to that nudged place. Look at the wording of Bukhari, Muslim says ha-huna, what does huna mean? Here, Bukhari says ha-huna al-fitna, ha-huna al-fitna. See when you're in the Arabic language, when you're referring to some place distant, that's like a thousand miles away, 500 miles away, you don't say here, you say there, imagine you're pointing at Mexico and you're trying to say troubles coming uh, you know uh, there, Would you say here, here is the trouble, you don't say here, you say there, so when the Prophet according to the testimony of Bukhari and Muslim gets up on the pulpit, he just came from Aisha's house, he points to Aisha's house and he says here's the fitna, here's the fitna, it's too far-fetched to say he's referring to Najd, you can't get any clearer than that, here, here means here not 500 miles away, so I feel you know their, their rebuttal is really not objective, it's not academic. If the Prophet said there, they had a point, okay you know maybe they could get away with that justification, but when he said here, it's too difficult to apply it to a faraway place, yes? When, uh, when they put the hadith in the, in the Sahih Bukhar, the, uh, Muslim, did they not know the Arabic language to, to see that difference? See the narrator narrated the hadith, later on maybe by analyzing it they got stuck with the analysis or they don't know how to analyze it. Sometimes hadiths are written later on it creates problems because some people come, they object, they read the hadith like what's going on? So these fine things maybe they they missed them. Now I'm presenting you this argument, I mean try to be as objective and unbiased as you can. Uh, don't you feel if the prophet comes out and he points towards a room and he says the fitness from here, is he really referring to like a far away distant place, or it's clearer that he's referring to the, to this place here? I, I feel like say why does the prophet always have to speak in code? Like it's there's always kind of big or blurry. Like. It's First of all, maybe the prophet spoke clearly. The companions who narrated it had to. Um, pol- uh, make it a little bit more politically correct <laughs> or sometimes, remember Allah tests us, the Prophet gives hints for the ones who wants the hint but maybe he didn't go too explicit because it's a trial. Remember the Prophet could have just excommunicated all the hypocrites, it's a trial. So the Prophet says the truth in a way that the one who really wants the truth will understand it but sometimes maybe he doesn't go too explicit because he wants to maintain that balance of a trial and a test. So these, I, I've shared with you these two hadiths about Aisha, so if someone asks you as a follower of Ahlul why don't you respect Aisha, meaning why don't you follow her? Okay, I have proof from your Bukhari and Muslim that fitness from her house, shaitan's from her house, so why should I follow someone whom you, my prophet said, pointing at her house that fitness from here, now you have a different explanation, this means I don't know 500 miles away, you're entitled to your opinion, but don't blame me for having a stance towards her, I have a different interpretation, I believe the Prophet was pointing at her house and he said Huna, Huna, here means here, doesn't mean there, it's clear to me, it's not clear to you, fine, but it's clear to me, so don't attack me, if I'm not following Aisha, why should I follow Aisha when there is a likelihood that the Prophet says the fitna is gonna come from her house? I'm not gonna follow somebody who's the source of fitna. SubhanAllah. Days after that she became the source of fitna. She left that house, she went and mobilize a massive army against Imam Ali, she split the Muslim Ummah. So when when did that happen? That specific narration. You mean when did the Prophet say the fitna from here? Well, it's not mentioned in the hadith uh, when that was but this was in Medina, basically towards the you know uh, latter part of the Prophet's life, after his wives had rooms and Aisha had her room, so we don't have an exact date but you know it's sometime before the Prophet passed away sallallahu alaihi Do we have anything similar to this in our hadith? We do but we're just bringing from their sources you know that you have in your books, we have more in our sources we have the same one A similar wording yeah we have similar wording so this is not bukhari and muslim i mean bukhari's version is just i don't know how anyone can uh, dispute that i'll read it to you again this is the book of bukhari in the chapter on al jihad wa as jihad and traveling an abdullah ibn umar and who's narrating this not some shi'a the companion or a companion who leans towards the imams, no, 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 this is from Abdullah ibn Umar, the son of Umar ibn al-Khattab, he said nabi صلى الله عليه وآله خطيبا, he stood as a speaker نحو مسكن عائشة he pointed towards the room, the house, maskan means place where you live, of Aisha. and he said Ha fitna, ha fitna, ha fitna. Here, not there. Here's the, Here's the fitna. Here's the fitna. Here's the fitna. if you're referring to 500 miles away, you don't say here, here, here. You say there at least. Yes. What's that? The uh, Bukhari, right? Yes, this is in Bukhari. Kitab al Jihadi was Seir, the chapter on Jihad and Seir, and basically. Uh, this is under the sub chapter of Azwaj al Rasul about the wives of the Prophet. Now, Bukhari has many versions. You know, the version that I have is volume four, page one hundred. But you know, you, you'll get other versions. So I just gave you the chapter. So you said, does this say in the hadith, some some hadith numbering. You know, sometimes they number the hadiths of Bukhari. If you go by that numbering, according to some editions, it's hadith three thousand one hundred and four. One hundred and four. Yes, but say where the Prophet was. He wasn't they said giving the speech. Yeah, in the masjid. So it's a given that he's in his masjid. And remember, Aisha's house is just across because the rooms of the Prophets were on the border of the mosque. So he says he came out and he pointed towards the house of Aisha and he said, You know, here, here, here is the fitnah. Another rebuttal that Ahl Sunnah have come up with is, well, the narrator got it wrong. The Prophet was uh, referring to some other place, he thought it was towards the house of, house of Aisha, so we don't have evidence the Prophet li- really meant the house of Aisha, maybe he meant something else, the guy from his angle or viewpoint he thought he's referring to Aisha, <laughs> that's another response they've given. But how come every single time the narration against themselves, they call it faulty uh, narrations, but the entire book is called Sahih? No, 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 they don't dispute the narration. They dispute the content, the meaning or the conclusion that you draw. They're like it's sahih, the Prophet said that. But who told you he meant the house of Aisha? See the Prophet he pointed, the narrator thought it's the house of Aisha, maybe he pointed to something else. So they're not disputing and saying that sahih, the, the hadith is false. They're like the Prophet said that, but it's the narrator's impression that he meant the house of Aisha. Maybe the Prophet meant something else, maybe, we don't know. It's just another you know uh, way that they've uh, tried to justify the hadith. So they don't reject the hadith, they just give it a different interpretation. So now I've shared with you these two hadiths, like what is your honest unbiased opinion? Like step outside the sectarian discussions now and you and you have this hadith and the Ahl-Sunnah their rebuttal, you know, Allahumma barik fi shamina, Yemenina Najd is the you know, there will be problems from Najd and what, what do you make of these two hadiths? It's hard to judge without knowing the context of uh, We don't have context, this is what we have, or like the compa- other compa- it's not very clear, the, comp- the son of Umar al- Kha- ibn al-Khattab, all he says is, he came, he pointed at the house of Aisha, he says fitna, fitna, fitna. But other people who narrated, did they also mention he pointed towards the house of Aisha or did they mention... See Muslim says min Aisha. he just left the house of Aisha and he says the base of Kufr is from here, So we've got two versions in which somehow the house of Aisha is involved. So we don't have an exact context but we've got these clues. So what do you make of it? So my our position you know we don't have anything personal against Aisha but you know we're not going to follow someone whom the Prophet warned about the fitness that would come her way. Yes. He not only warned, he, he warned and in the hadith it says that it's a warning and later on it happened. It happened exactly, see it fits very well with the historical records, we'll examine that in, a, in our next class inshallah, Quran says sit in your homes you wives of the Prophet sit, don't get involved in these matters, she violated that, she mobilized an army, against the rightful Khalifa, you guys believe he's the Khalifa Rashid, he's one of the four, she mobilized an army to kill Ali ibn Abi Talib and the Prophet previously had said fitna, fitna, fitna from here, see it it matches, there's nothing that would disqualify this hadith other than their deep belief that she's the best uh, woman after the Prophet. Yeah this is not compatible with your belief system about her, but you know, this should shed light on whether you should have such a belief or not. So in any case, the way that they've tried to interpret the hadith, he was referring to east, not you know the house of Aisha. The house of Aisha happened to be on the eastern side, so the, the narrator thought the Prophet was referring to the prophet, you know, the, the house of Aisha. But my response to that is the Prophet says here and not there and it makes a difference how you word it.